space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Base. Don is Lieutenant Tyrek, Kyle is Lieutenant Blarg, Joshua is Lieutenant Commander Bonasaw, and Tracy as Beck Mechalek. In this episode, they gather supplies and get intel for their mission through a minefield. We left off with you guys meeting each other. Um, you got back to the Bolian vessel that the Federation had been given. Myrmidon Stone with the Captain Strat Kratten, and he left you alone. He put the thing up, and you guys are around the table. What are you guys going to do? Well, we're sitting for a mission briefing, you said? Uh, I mean, you're just, you've, you've sat down, you've met each other, you're at a safe place you believe to be to discuss your mission. You know, the Klingons, you're there to meet the Federation. Federation, you're there to meet the Klingons. It's a, it's a joint operation to deal with the Alasi threat. From the Klingons' point of view, and this is common knowledge, not any secret knowledge, uh, they, centuries ago, they tried to invade Klingon space, and you laughed. And <laughs> Yes, pretty much that. Uh, you fought them off and fought them back towards their home world. And in a last-ditch effort, they pretty much put a minefield around their major systems that has been impenetrable. And then since that time, they've been annoying the Federation and the Klingons with these pirate raids. They're not really sanctioned by the government. It's actually illegal. Piracy is illegal for the Elasi people, but... The government doesn't really stop them. It is very cowardly, as are minefields. Uh, yes, minefields are very cowardly. But yeah, so with the recent... Uh, this, They recently stole a clean-on vessel, and it's not the first one they've stolen. They've stolen Federation vessels before. But both of your governments are tired of dealing with these people and want there to be a diplomatic resolution to end these piratings. So, the Klanons, you've been tasked, you can get some information, and so is the Federation. And you're supposed to work together and make everything great. I assume the Klingons came to Diplomatic after they sent, like, ships to go crush them, and they lost them all to mines. Yeah, And then yeah, they sent more ships to crush them, and lost them all to mines. Yeah, pretty much. And probably repeated that a couple more times, and they're like, maybe we should talk. It's Klingon diplomacy. We go in to talk and then kill everything. That is so. If you guys are Klingon diplomats, why didn't you bring like big weapons or anything? I brought. No, I'm, a, I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist as well. So you brought big science to win the battle. Yes. How you win battles? I brought a superb custom skill and great fight and provoke abilities. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Uh, it really does. Uh. So you guys are just sitting awkwardly around a table. You federations are talking. Did you bring powerful talking points? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. The federation like to talk. If we had Klingon cloaking technology, we could simply set an ambush for these pirates. You got the Klingons have done that many, many times, but they just keep pirating. 
you've, you have found the Elasi to be highly adaptable to situations like that. They're very good strategists. They're like Romulans. Kind of, except not as uh, music, like that, that music that comes on with Romulans. It's not that ominous. They're kind of like a human Romulan mix with some Ferengi. That's got to be like the weirdest get-together of people to make babies ever. What would the ears look like? <laughs> Tiny. By like massive pointy Vulcan ears. <laughs> like joke Vulcan ears. <laughs> like the Ferengi ears, but with points on them. Who's who's going to uh, lead this little group? Or is no one going to lead it? Or what is the plan? I think I am the natural leader. I place deference on the... Lieutenant. Mm. Oh, Perhaps is- we can parlay on this. We can settle it with a fight. I suggest a rap battle. <laughs> and that's a custom roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, you gotta roleplay it first. Yeah. No, I gotta see what this rap battle is, if I understand the concept. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> With a six. You understand what a rap battle is. There's many <laughs> verses in Klingon lore. I mean, you understand his reference to rap battles. They're called other things in Klingon, but you have very similar things. The Klingons are a poetic people. I may also... <laughs> Dang it, I was originally going to suggest breakdancing. <laughs> I mean, that definitely means yes, something... You would like to be served. <laughs> Breakdancing means something very different in Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> no thoughts from the doctor? I mean, honestly, I don't know exactly what a you know rap battle, breakdancing battle is. It sounds very nice, but I think part of the problem we have to address is actually locating the pirates. Isn't that why we're supposed to be studying the area in the first place to figure out... How they're hiding and ambushing. Well, it's not so much the pirates is they want you to contact the government. Both the Federation and the Klingons have tried to deal with the pirates before, but they just never go away. Okay. They're hoping if you contact the government that something can be done from that standpoint. Then we can't contact them from here. We have to, like, go in and approach them? Probably. You know, both people know that they are very xenophobic and don't communicate with people outside of their system. Okay. Well, it seems to me then that this kind of, uh, this amount of uh, planning, as fruitful as it is, could actually be done while we're on our way to the planet, and we can sort out all the details by the time we get there. So we can go. There's a there's a giant minefield in the way. <laughs> and. I mean, I'm I'm just the voice of things. So, what do you guys say to when he says that? How would we navigate this minefield? It might be logic. It might be logical if we if we find someone who within this planet who has navigated through the minefield or is familiar I, with it. I have I, knowledge of such a minefield. Well, there. You, have you uh, ever navigated a ship before? Well, no, but I can. Tell someone where to navigate the ship to. Well, there you have it. We have our navigator, and uh, I'm actually fairly diff- uh, adept at navigating uh, if I'm told directions to go. 
And we should be able to take some readings, make some adjustments when we get there, just to be safe. Tracy, give me a scholarship check. Okay. Uh, Are you presenting this information? I am. Okay. It'll come up on the screen. We'll see what you get. You're gonna get you're gonna get aspects anyway. Is just four. Okay. You're going to get. It comes up on the screen. Uh, you can see that there's basically a giant cloud around the system, and you can see different arrows going in, and they each penetrate maybe a quarter of the way through. Tracy, oh no, Meklek says something about McClack. McClack. McLean, McClack says something about, based on these readings, you know, you can deduce that you could actually get a little farther, like a third of the way through. But after that, mechanically you're getting boost in aspects to get it through, but narratively, you you know a partial way through a third, maybe to a half of the way through, you're guessing. Okay. But there's no definite way through. And since you got a positive on the roll, you get it's you, it's better. Okay, gotcha. It is strange that it is the Federation's plan to charge through the minefield head first. Got a medical officer at that. I just believe that uh, such problems need to be dealt with uh, on a direct approach. Maybe that's one of the reasons that our government thought uh, you know our, I would work so well together with you. What are your thoughts on this, homeboy? Are they logical? I find this, as they say, somewhat whack. I would consider, rather, that we find someone who has experienced on this planet, who has gone closer to the minefield and perhaps can relay some information towards us about this. You dishonor me by questioning my knowledge of this minefield. (laughs) I call no foul play. (laughs) Then you think we should proceed? Easy, houseless one. Your grill. So it looks like we are uh, out of character. It looks like we're planning to proceed, uh, stru- uh, trusting in our own abilities and ignoring the Vulcan's advice. So, say I told you so. What? With your negative one? What did you roll a negative one for? Uh, just making sure I actually got the shortcut button working. Oh, okay. Vulcans are rather fond of I told you so. Word. So, okay, so currently the plan is for the well, you haven't talked to the Bolian yet but you're wanting him to fly this chip through the asteroid field. Not the asteroid field, for the minefield. Yes, of course. Why? Are they too cowardly? So is is everyone good with the mission you've got so far? The idea? I have to defer to my cap, to my superior, so. I mean, you can pull rank and or no. what, fight against rank. You can, yeah. And we can yeah. see if that works, and if it does, and that means you, I don't know, buy yourself a couple of hours to find someone. Uh, I don't know if it would be within my, within character. Um, you could try to convince him. Well, is it logical? Hmm. I, I, <laughs> the logical path would be to find an established guide, even if we have to take them unwillingly. All right. Um, you know what? I yeah, that's a good point. I probably would actually probably say something about this. Um, I guess I would try to um, use my deceive skill to um, to con- to I guess convince. Well, actually, stating that I uh, that 
we we're getting say sub um supplies for the pilot or something just to prepare for this kind of trip when in actuality with it's it's more it's more a suggestion to find someone who's familiar with the area that would actually provide provide information more information about the minefield so how do you say it to your superior officer it would be fly if we were preparing for this trip with with proper supplies i suggest that i would suggest daddio that we go towards a towards a, a supply a supplier and equip the ship properly with those that are familiar with the area do you see that as him questioning your decision command are you lieutenant or commander I think he's lieutenant. Yeah, um, he's a lieutenant. Lieutenant, I'm. I'm a. You're you're a commander. You're a lieutenant commander. Oh, yeah, I'm a lieutenant commander. He's a lieutenant. Yep. So, oh. do you see him as so. is that as him questioning your order? Well, so I'm waiting for my skills to ro- to load up. Because I'm going to roll to see if I actually understand the subtle text. Do you need a link? You got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got okay. it. Alright, so... Empathy, I assume? Empathy, so I got a plus two, so we'll just do the roll and add two to it. <laughs> nope, apparently that's not, that's just him supporting me. Okay, cool. So, are you... Wait, wait, wait. So, do, do excellent, I, excellent suggestion, I, Lieutenant. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh. Do, do I, um, pick up that he, what he's doing? Empathy rolls. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> wow. Excellent advice, Lieutenant. I appreciate your support in the matter. Yes. Let's get supplied up and be on our way. Um, How do you guys plan to do it? Oh, I say we uh, split up since... Um, wait, which one of you is it that knows the area? I know the area. Okay. He knows the minefield area. I know the minefield. I know about so, the minefield. You take someone to get you and the lieutenant can go together and get what you need, what you think we'll need for the area, and the two of us will go and get general supplies, and we'll meet back here in say two hours. Yes. Split the I party. Agree with Make it so. Oh, I like that. That's a good phrase. You should you should uh, trademark it. I already have. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Okay, so Tyrek and uh, McLean, McCleck, go together. And Blarg and Bonesaw, or Dale, do. You guys are going. You're on this planet. It's yep. a Star Trek planet that has huts and then steel girders and places. It's... It's uh, dirty for a Star Trek planet. Any fires and barrels? Oh, dude, so many fires and barrels. <laughs> I'm going to use investigation to see if I can get a lead or something. Well, what are you trying? Are you trying to get like some like somebody or something? I'm going to try to find someone. Word of mouth. Okay. Um, contacts. Asking around. Contacts. Yes. Ooh, do I have contacts? I really don't have contacts. Wow. I would let you. Uh, I would let you do empathy, but your pool of available people is going to be basically just people you can see, not you know like somebody you like the 
basically you're not contacting through people. You're just getting a read on people that you're walking past or something. Oh, darn. You know what? Yeah, let's start. I'm going to I mean, start. You can roll contacts. Uh, You'll have a better chance with contacts. Darn it. Okay. Uh, that would make more sense too. Darn it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use contact and I'm gonna use a fade point to give myself plus two. Uh, what do you? What aspect? Oh, under yeah, what the, aspect? Under the aspect of. And you guys, if you guys thought of aspects you could add from last session, go ahead. Being a uh, as a logic expert, it would just make more sense in general, <laughs> as we've previously discussed. So. That's that's great. Yeah. So we'll Give me do a con- that. you don't have to spin that until after your roll. Okay. Well, we'll do we'll do it without then. But I have a bad feeling. It's yep. The, I got yeah. a I got a zero. So I'm going to use that fate point to give it a plus two. Mm-hmm. Would that be enough to get me something? Uh. Yes, kind of. Yes, kind of. Okay. Would you be okay if um, you talk around, and then you're talking around, and then the camera pans over to a hooded man watching you as you get information? But you succeed. Intri- sounds intriguing. I will do. I will go for that. Okay, we'll get back to what that what happens. But you get a. You had a con- and what kind of contact are you looking for? Just somebody who knows about the minefield and how to navigate it? Yeah, someone familiar with that with that part of space, or at the very least familiar enough with the with the uh Because this talk doesn't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you I'm looking like s- a, I'm thinking like a smuggler of some kind, okay. basically. Um, Do you want them to go with you? I was hoping more along the lines of of figuring out how they they managed to get through, but if they if it leads to that, then sure, uh, I'd be I'd be happy enough with like a star map or something or some sort of some sort of hint about how okay. to get through the rest of the way. Cool, we'll deal with that in a second. Um, well, uh, Mechlek, are you helping him with that, or are you are you just sitting there and being clean on the whole time? Well, I, I will. If he finds a potential candidate, I will help him vet this candidate. How would you vet them? Um, by basically... Um, fist at a time? <laughs> by basically trying to um, demonstrate to them that I know more about their region than they do, and if they can best me at that, then oh. I will um, you know, trust their knowledge. Uh, how would you... That's, that could be... That is great for a Klingon scientist. You're still picking a fight, but you're doing it <laughs> instead. Yeah, um, that could be provoke. I could even see scholarship. Well, you you have a yeah yeah you have I, scholarship. I, I Do it. Give me a scholarship as provoke if I'm correcting someone. Yes, that is. Give me a scholarship check. Three. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever happens with mechanically, whatever happens with his role, you're going to get another free uh, aspect, a, a free check on the aspect. You, you, he starts talking to somebody. You're like, you start questioning him. They, they kind of like, uh, uh. You're like, this one's not good enough. Next, <laughs> and you go through the next one. He knows like, nothing. yeah, he knows nothing. You like, you just push. You like, they're standing face to face, and you just push your hand in front of his face and push him off to the side and go look for somebody else. And on the third one, you find someone that does work for you guys, and then we'll deal with that afterwards. Okay, scene change. Other guys. Dale and Blarg, what are you doing? I think we're just getting general supplies, right? 
What do you yeah. consider general supplies? Uh, Fresh gawk. <laughs> yes, still living food. Right, and you know, just kind of whatever we need uh, for the replicators. We want to make sure we have uh, any Is general like equipment, headquarters, pads. I would like a new leather holster for my disruptor. I like that. Yeah. Curve. Uh, so, something that better, that more better says. You. Something that looks more like Wild West Earth style. You are a fan of the Earth. Fascinating. Okay. Actually, I took the aspect of always wanted to join Starfleet. Aww. That's adorable. You definitely are in the House of Craig. The House of Craig loves Starfleet for some reason. Well, my theory is that Blarg's father beat that out of him. Say it would bring too much dishonor having a second member join. Aww. <laughs> the House of Craig are Starfleet fetishists. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm not there, so... I wouldn't say that to his face. I'm too much of a coward. Uh, you and- guys getting general supplies just because you guys spent time to put things in customs. Well, you can give me customs rolls. Four. One. Okay. Blard. Uh, it's actually a three for me. Okay. Well, both of you. Both of you find uh, some items and talking with people, uh, like some little trinkets or small idols, some of them with your high customs knowledge and thing. You know that they would be seen as nice gifts or something for the Elasi. If you care to get them, as I'm assuming you're, you're trying to be diplomatic. But I would yeah. see that as something under general supplies that could help you be diplomatic if you are if you find that you can't actually deal with the Elasi. It may be, what is it called? Just like an opening gesture of goodwill or something? That Commander. may be the way Federation sees it. Commander, I believe you humans like to give pretty trinkets as a way of saying hello during diplomatic <laughs> missions. Yes, there is certainly something culturally to be said for that, giving an exchange as a way to show uh, respect or greetings. Did you have something in mind? What is it well, that you see, Blark? Since you weapons got the are the best gift, or we can get them trinkets and doodads. Let's see. They have a minefield, so we know they're fond of mines. Maybe as far as weapons go, something small and explosive that could be used once, but not multiple times. Yes. Yes. Excellent. And, and a lossy, was it Dillinger? Or what were those little bitty guns that had one bullet? Yeah, it's a, a Derringer. Derringer, thank you. Yes, yes, this will prove nicely. Wonderful, excellent. It, it's, it's, you actually do find a tiny, it's an old-fashioned chemical, chemical weapon. Not chemical weapon, that's different. <laughs> a uh, chemical explosive projectile weapon uh, of a lossy design that was based off of an earth design. And you guys know it's the earth derringer. It's a tiny, it's, it's a customary um, it, it was a it was a pirate thing, but it, it goes back to a lossy tradition of dueling because they love killing people. So they sound like my kind of people. Oh, they're they're great warriors. Absolutely. Okay, so you get some kind of you get doodad, or you get this lossy derringer and supplies. Just All right. general supplies. I'll give you one free aspect on both. Cool. I'll mark down the supplies if you want to mark down the Dillinger. I can do that. 
so that's a boost, you said? Yeah, we'll just put it back. aspect. Met aspect on the scene. Okay. Um, while we're out, I would also like to ask the commander. Commander, what would yes? be a diplomatic gift for a Klingon, in your opinion? Well, diplomatic gifts tend to you know, have more value the more personalized they are. Uh, for a Klingon, I would say, you know, a weapon would also be fairly suitable. Or uh, for you, for example, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a hat that would complete the ensemble and match your new holster nicely. Yes, yes. You understand people better than you say you do. I am much better at... Uh, with individuals, it doesn't take much time talking to people before you get a good feel of what they want. And that's especially true with Klingons. You are very good at expressing yourself, what you want, what you need. Uh, not shy at all about it. Yes. It's a wonderful trait. I appreciate it. Mender, I would like you never to mention this in front of my subordinate. But I believe you should be in charge of this expedition. Well, thank you. Your confidence is very much appreciated. I will definitely not mention that in front of your subordinate. Commander, if you fail us, I will break you. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) With my head. Agreed. Thank you. Shall we? Yes. Okay. Well, I was about to say, do you feel intimidated, Joshua? Yep. Okay, you don't have to roll. I mean, I'll roll for it, but I still feel intimidated. Yeah, yeah, no, you're intimidated. That's fine. <laughs> I wonder also, if... I've got a mechanical question. Does that mean... Um, would he get to put a boost on you because he mentioned he'd hit you with his head? Um, let me uh, check. Yeah, that would be a negative boost. Yeah, that would be on me because he yes. couldn't invoke it on anyone nope. else. It's just sorry. Yeah, but someone else could by mentioning him invoke it on me. Yeah, the stunt is whenever describing an attack as a headbutt. I mean, I guess it could be considered a social attack, but I, I see it as that. If you're cool with that, Joshua. Yep. Okay, and also, no one else saw it happen, so only only um, Blarg can invoke that. Okay. Because it's more of like a social thing, unless someone's no, listening. Fa- I feel like in Klingon conversation, like, headbutting someone is a social attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, the actual headbutting. That's not physical. That's social. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, With Klingons, be... with humans, it's, I think it's it's seen differently. But with Klingons, that's, you know, just a social thing. Yeah. But if a human tries to headbutt a Klingon, that's just embarrassing. That's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see it. For everyone involved. I think some Klingons would be, would have great respect for you if you tried to headbutt them. I mean, they'd laugh. As, as playing a human that tried to take on a Klingon, I would say no. No, they wouldn't. I, I think Craig liked you. I think Craig pitied me. You're not wrong. I think he can like you and pit. No, I think he mostly pitied you. He liked you, but he didn't respect you. Aww. Yep, I, think yep, he, yep. I think he did after you guys... It was actually the episode before the episode that this one's taking place in when you guys uh, got his name he you like oh the previous year was when Craig was framed uh, for something by the Federation but a group of people cleared his name yeah Brian Wilson yes but he did lose in combat to what appeared to be a human but it was really a Romulan so 
He's kind of gone underground. But anyway, okay, you guys can all make it back to the ship. Okay, before we head back, I, also while we're out, I want to look for um, basically something to use as, like, mine countermeasures, just in case we, you know, do find ourselves in a situation where we need to, like, eject something from the ship that puts some space between us that maybe a mine would hit. Like, if a mine starts moving toward us, we can eject something so the mine would hit it before hitting the ship so it would do less damage. I will allow it if you're also okay with when you're talking and looking for stuff, it pans over to a hooded man watching you. (laughs) Uh, DM, I would request a 10-foot pole for the minefield, please. (laughs) Are you cool with that, Tracy? It can pan over to a hooded man watching us. Um, Is it human? Is the man human, or do we... Is it you the, don't know. Is the the audience character? knows, though. He's hooded. In Star Trek, that means he could be anything. It's a very season one-esque pan over to obvious bad guy watching you do something. Season so one, DS9. A, so it's yeah, someone with a goatee. Yeah, or a mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Some middle-aged white guy that maybe has some kind of loaf on his or head. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that'd be so awesome if he looked up and under the hood it was just Christopher Walken. <laughs> we don't have the budget for that. I'm sorry. I got my eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is everyone done? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I believe so. Okay, cool. You guys get back to the ship. What do you do? The Bolian's happy to see you. Sorry, the Bolian's happy to see you. What do you need me to do? Hopefully nothing too dangerous. I need you to show me to your combat training room. Your what? Your combat training room. He just looks around this room. I mean, this thing is like a one... It's a two-room ship. I guess three rooms because it has a a lavatory, but... That is unfortunate. I apologize in advance. (laughs) And I will walk away. Well, I think uh, is everyone else ready to go? I know Bone Saw is ready. Bonesaw. Have you just been waiting to say that? <laughs> like, well, I is couldn't that the, do it with the accent because we might. might get sued. He literally went beyond Thunderdome for us just for that one. That, that's what it feels <laughs> like to me. Oh. Yeah, I see Bone Saw. I just picture the first Spider-Man movie. Okay, when you yep. guys get back, uh, you input the data into McClax, Mechlex, McLean, what? McClack. McClack. You put Mac-lack. it into his uh, data. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you put the data in, and it looks like you can get close. You're about 80% sure that you could get through the minefield. You get a bonuses because the ship is small. Mm-hmm. You're, you guys don't really know how deep it is, but just through some data, you, you're pretty sh- about eighty percent sure you can get there. You've got some stuff that you can actually. Somebody needs to give me. Oh no, you can probably just put it on the side of the ship, and it's fine. Something to do minefield things. Oh wait, who wants to craftsmanship on the side of it? Uh, let me check me. my skill. Is it is that the engineering skill, Joshua? You were the engineer. Yes, it's an engineering skill. Yeah, who wants to craftsmanship this uh, minefield deterrence system that 
Mechalek got. Could I assist somebody else trying to do it? As long as you have the skill. I don't. I have the skill. I can assist. Since <laughs> I did... I think you're the only one that acquire has... Acquire this. I have the skill. Okay. How good is your skill? I can do it if I need to. Your dad's... Although- it Where really feels more like I should be assisting the expert, but however we need to do it. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. okay, both of you guys give me rolls. Be positive. Zero, but I'm going to spend a fake point and tap the fact that when I acquired these, I talked to the person about how to properly use them and how to properly affix them to the ship. Which aspect is that? Uh, I don't have a specific aspect. You can make one. Could I say tap my species aspect, proud and honorable warriors, and shame him into doing better? (laughs) You know what? Yes. (laughs) I will do that then, and we'll make it easy. Okay. Yeah, you guys get it, and actually with the fate points and Joshua's assist roll, you do feel better now that your data, you're still not sure you're going to make it through, but you feel like there's a good chance you can make it through. You do sense... uh, Actually, everybody give me an empathy roll. Yes. I I feel everything is great. Yep, you feel everything's great. Wow. (laughs) I got six. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. The the Federation (laughs) recognize that uh, another person is feeling uncertain about uh, something. The Federation guys, you feel that the Bolian, even though he's very about teamwork... He has heard your plan, and he is concerned that you want to take his ship through a minefield. I will challenge him for command of the vessel. (laughs) We think he's fine. (laughs) Yeah, you guys think he's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, Federation. I have no idea how strange it is, because I've been listening to the podcast for so long now, so when I'm in the game, I get lost just listening sometimes, because I'm so used to just listening at work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I am... I went back and listened to some episodes around this, and oh my god, I could. It was, they, they're fine, but that was two years ago, and I've edited so much more podcasts since then, and I just hate the way I edited back then. It's hard to listen to. I don't know, like if you guys like hate seeing yourself on TV, like on like, like when you're recorded. It's one of those things. I have to admit, I did not like the audio quality of my of the old the older episodes that I was involved in. Yeah, I, I'm 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 I, this already sounds better, and I'm excited to see how I edit this one. But thank you for listening again, because <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I went back and tried to, and I was like, oh, it kills me. But anyway, I've listened to it like three times. So, oh, dude, you're nice. Well, I actually, I've listened to it about three times just from editing. With podcasts, I'm, I mean, for me, like sound quality can play a role, but if the content's good enough. I can overlook. Yeah, as long as sound I, as long as someone's trying, then I'll do it. And I think you can tell from our stuff that I'm trying. Oh yeah. I just think I've leveled up on the editing. But yeah, Federation. The Bolian is seeing, seeming apprehensive, and he is trying to pull you guys to the side and be like, I, I, I wasn't aware that I would be taking you through the minefield. I thought I would just drop you off here and assist. Could I use report to convince him in some way, perhaps encouraging him? that he is skilled enough to do it? Yes. All right. Um, yeah, totally. I, I assure you that we believe you are a most fly pilot, and oh. it would be butter if you could assist us. In- <laughs> I mean, certainly you understand that you, know, you were selected for this mission, not just because uh, you're so naturally adept at 
teamwork between other races, but also because you know, both our governments deemed that you know you were capable and your vessel was capable of achieving success. We are aware you could take it to the max. God. Both of you give me, uh, I'm assuming, rapport rolls? Yep, I got four. Wow, okay. Did you get a four as well, Bonesaw? Got a three! Okay. No, I got a three. Okay, he's... I'll be right back. I'm going yeah, to Yeah, you've got go... to feed Captain Whiskers, I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, the attention you give him just seems to embolden him. I mean, and you're Federation officers, and you're believing in him, and you're a, a Vulcan and a human working together with a Bolian. It's, he's, he's super excited to help you. He's just, uh, is he any, I don't know, that gives rid of all hesitation. No, yeah, you're good, you're good. I'm going to give him a little boost, too. Bolian boost. Yay. Um, give me, everybody give me one last. Well, it would be a star, but give me a notice check. I have noticed it. Wow. Well, it's good. It's a minus one total. Okay, so you don't notice anything. I just clicked the wrong button. Tyvek did. What did I spy with my little eye? Bonesaw did not. I'm going to see if the Klanon did. Because it kind of would make sense if he did. What's Mechalek have for notice? Oh, he has a three. This break was brought to you by... Frisky's cat food, which I'm assuming he is feeding his cat with right now. Frisky's cat food. It's good enough to stop a game midway. I'll probably leave that in. Thank you. <laughs> Comes back. He's like, you bastard. It was fancy feast. No. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Morris. Morris, I have forsaken you. <laughs> Give me a notice check. McClaw. Okay. Five. Perfectly makes wow. sense. Uh, you two guys, um, the Vulcan and the Klingon that went out, we're going to go cinematic. It doesn't make sense, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you guys are. Um, you guys have set the meeting up. Uh, you you went back outside to check. The Vulcan came with you because you guys were loading in supplies or whatever. And you guys do notice uh, some hooded figure watching you, but you don't pay much mind. But it's enough to where you're like, oh, I think I've seen him before. And then it cuts to you guys going up the ramp to the back of the ship and closing and then just woo, zooming off. Thank you for listening to episode 22.2 of Minefields and Manners in our Star Trek Fate actual play campaign. You can hear this episode and other episodes at burneverythinggaming.com, burneverythinggaming.podbean.com, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. If you'd like to get in contact with us, and we'd like that, you can do that through Facebook, Twitter, and email at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com or on our website where you can find links to other campaigns and one-shots we have. We have a Dresden Files campaign. We have the Star Trek Fate campaign, of course. We have an Avatar The Last Airbender campaign. Some one-shots we have are Secrets of Nim, a heist, like a jewel heist, Lots of other ones, too. If you'd like to help us out, you can do that over Patreon. We've got links to that. This game is actually because of that Patreon. You can choose what kind of games we play, and also you can play with us. Again, thanks for listening. Hope you keep enjoying. Hey, 